During this crazy time that we're living through, friends, I'm guessing that many of you have adopted a quarantine television show. For Marie and I, our quarantine show has been Mad Men, which illustrates life in the 1960s world of Madison Avenue advertising in New York. I was reminded this week of a particular episode where Peggy, one of the main characters, is tasked with creating an ad for popsicles. Peggy, a lifelong Catholic, was reminded of the almost communion-like ritual of her mother taking a twin popsicle, you know, those uh, popsicles of the two sticks that you can break, uh, and uh, taking it, breaking it, giving one half to her and one half to her, to her sister. Appealing to nostalgia, but more importantly to ritual, particularly a Eucharistic ritual, her pitch for the popsicle becomes, take it, break it, share it, love it. She remembered this ritual of, of her mother and her sister as an act of love on behalf of her mother, but on behalf of she and her sister, an act of gratitude that this act brought all of them closer together for this moment of refreshment. In our reading this morning, Jesus begins a ritual of love and bringing people together that will be followed throughout the gospel and continued through the church going all the way to us today. Our reading takes place after a long string of parables that we've covered the last few Sundays. And just after the death of John the Baptist, which causes Jesus to leave for a deserted place. But of course, the crowds will follow him. Evening came, and in a deserted place, they all needed something to eat. The disciples appealed to the logic of scarcity, asking Jesus to send the crowds home since they're unable to feed such a multitude. Jesus instead appeals to abundance, calling for the disciples to feed the crowd, asking what they have to offer. The disciples bring five loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus takes the food, blesses it, breaks the bread, and gives it to the disciples to distribute to the crowd. And guess what? There was plenty for everyone. In fact, they had leftovers, filling 12 whole baskets, 12 being a number that symbolizes fullness, completeness in the Bible. Jesus feeding the 5,000 is a reminder of the incomprehensible abundance of God. As I said before this, Jesus had been uh, telling a lot of parables. But in many ways, this miracle is a living parable enacted right before the disciples' eyes. In a world driven by scarcity, by an insatiable belief that there's never enough, God challenges us to think in these kingdom terms of abundance. While this message of God's abundance is a necessary one and a timely one, I also want us to take note of the ritual present in Jesus' miracle particularly as we prepare to gather yet again at our Lord's table. It's interesting that very few stories of Jesus appear in all four of the Gospels. But this is one of them. 
And in all four, he does the exact same thing with the bread and the fish. When he receives the bounty for the feast of five loaves and two small fish, he takes them, blesses them, breaks the bread, and hands them out to the disciples to share with the crowd. That this sequence is repeated in all four Gospels telling of the feeding of the 5,000 is pretty interesting on its own. But even more interesting is the fact that every time Jesus gathers for a meal in the Gospels, in all four Gospels, we see this ritual take place of Jesus taking bread, blessing it, breaking it, and sharing it with those he's at table with. We see it certainly in the accounts of the Last Supper. We see it when the risen Jesus dines with the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. And the church has continued this sequence of take, bless, break, and give through our act of communion from the very beginning of the church all the way to us today that we will celebrate together yet again uh, shortly. So friends, what does this ritual do? What does it reinforce? Why does it matter? I think a major aspect is that this ritual is something that can be grasped by all Christians. Our youngest, from our youngest disciples taking their first baby steps of faith to our elders and scholars in the church still pondering the mystery of the sacrament, we're all brought together in this act of take, bless, break, give. On the rare occasion when I get to celebrate communion and not be the one presiding at the table, I always feel a sense of wonder and awe that's instilled anew in me as I'm brought near to Christ in this act. I think in this time of virtual church and of celebrating communion virtually, for the first time for many of us in our lives, we're all experiencing the sacrament in a new way. So this act, this ritual of take, bless, break, and give seems particularly relevant for us to think about and reflect upon together today. To me, and, and really what is the Reformed understanding this act, this ritual, this sacrament is all about presence. When we do this, we participate in this act of taking, blessing, breaking, and sharing. When we do this, we trust that God shows up. When we do this, no matter what table we're sitting at, we trust that the Spirit brings us into the presence of the risen Christ who feeds us with his love, unites us with him and one another. Yes, this act also connects us with the entire church, not just WPC, not just the Presbyterian church, not even just all Christians today. No, we proclaim that when we do this, we're united by Christ with the faithful of every time and place. Just like the crowd the church today, living through this unprecedented time of pandemic, the church is hungry. And together we're wandering through a new wilderness. We worry that there's not enough. 
Perhaps we even worry that we're not enough. And then comes Jesus, who in our story today, in the gospel, and in this moment, when we gather at his table, Jesus shows up and reminds us that there's enough, that we're enough. When we gather at his table, take bread, bless, break, and share it through God's spirit, Jesus shows up. He takes what we have, he takes who we are, reminds us that we are loved, that we are beloved, that we are enough. From this table, we can go out into the world with love and gratitude in our hearts. Because, friends, we have been met and fed by God's own love incarnate. We've been brought closer to Christ and one another, even in the socially distant time. Like the miracle of feeding the 5,000 plus, this is yet another reminder of the incomprehensible abundance of God. So friends, as we prepare to gather virtually at his table, may we remember and may we marvel at Jesus' repeated act of taking, blessing, breaking, and giving, and know that he will meet and feed us wherever we are, that we might go out with gratitude to feed others with his love and grace. Friends, may it be so. Amen.